This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. All right. So creating a badass analyst day. It's uh, a lot of companies that we work with, a lot of people we talk to, they always want to create an analyst day. If they don't have one, they feel like they need to have one. If they have one, they're not happy with it. They're not getting the results that they want out of it. So from your... 22 let's, years? Let's not put years on it. Yes. <laughs> Long time. 62? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in all your time here in the business, right? And, and you're an analyst at some level, right? Yeah. You've, you've been there, done that, and people bring you out to these days. Um, one, what do you recommend for a team that's creating an analyst day? And then and then let's also get into at some point um, how to make an experience mm-hmm. for an analyst, how to create that experience um, so that they come back next year and they're actually doing and executing on what you want them to do. Yeah, it's so why do you do it? You start there, like, why would we take this on? Because um, it's not easy. I'll just start with the it's not easy part. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're influencing influencers, and they can be called a lot of different things, analysts, consultants, uh, influencers, bloggers, whatever. It's kind of a mishmash or uh kind of gumbo of people, but essentially it's people that have some type of sway or some type of audience that believes in them and believes in whatever they talk about or, or whatever they kind of advice that they give, if you will. So these are not the easiest people to interact with. Um, and, and some of that's ego, some of it's the megalomaniacs and some of it's just, they're busy. So some of it's just, it's nothing dark or negative. It's just they're you know, crazy busy and flying all over the world and doing stuff. So when you when you interact with this group, you the word that I use uh, often when I give advice about this is the word thoughtful. And so, again, you're reducing, you want to be thoughtful about everything. So you want to be thoughtful about when you invite them, how do you make that special? You know, how do you get it on their calendar? How do you make that special? Um, when they first arrive, you know, from the airport, do you have a car service that's there picking them up or an Uber code that they can put in and order an Uber and it's just taken care of when they get to the hotel is everything taken care of? Is there something already in their room that's from you? It's personalized to them from you. Um, and you're, what you're doing is you're thinking about all these micro experiences. You, and, and Ryan, you, you said it at the beginning. It's how you're thinking an analyst day is just a series of a thousand micro experiences. And so you, if you're thoughtful about creating those micro experiences, you know, uh, I remember one time I was at Cornerstone's uh, Convergence. And um, they put, I don't know, a bottle of wine or something like that. And, uh, and they put chocolate-covered strawberries in my, in my room. And I don't like strawberries. Nothing personal to, to those that do, but I didn't. But uh, 
the, uh, the, the, the lady that just cleaned my room was next door and I went by, I went, oh, it went next door. I'm like, Hey, would you like these? And she loved them. So like, so like, you know, it's one of those deals. Like mm-hmm. I didn't consume it. It didn't get wasted. Someone else made their day and, uh, and it was all thoughtful. It was, it was, it was, it was thought of in advance. Um, the logistics for most analysts is, is, uh, quite painful, uh, because again, get ego, uh, busy, whatever, however you want to put it. But the easier you make that and, uh, and, and companies have done, they've moved to this model where they just give you a registration page and you go and fill out the registration page with all of your information and like what flights you want and you know, where, you know, where do you want to sit and all that type of stuff. And uh, you put in your, you know, your Hilton Honors number or your American Airlines frequent flyer number, and then travel's just done. Like you just receive, (laughs) shows up. It just shows up on your calendar. Like the flights are booked, the hotel confirmation. You know, it's it's already in your calendar. Yeah. And and so like logistics again, no one likes logistics, or or, and and there's a reason for it because it's hard. But if you do that you've taken something off the plate and you made it easy for them. You've reduced that friction of, you know, what, what we want you to do at the event, which let's right. get to that. Um, that group of people, again, we'll call them analysts because I, I think it's just an easier title to kind of deal with, but it is gumbo in terms of who shows up and who you invite. They want three things from you. They want a kind of a high candor environment with your executive team. And, uh, and that's just your executive team, you know, in a room with analysts. And again, it can be presentation style. I've seen it done a number of different ways. Um, Mark Newman, uh, the founder of HireVue, one time, he just, it was a horseshoe and all the analysts were in a horseshoe and he wheeled a chair into the middle of the horseshoe and then just said, all right, fire away. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great because... We yeah. could just ask any questions we right. wanted. Like, what do you think about this? And how about that? Are you integrating with this? It was high candor. Oh, my God. He was yeah. very vulnerable. And, and, you know, the presentation stuff works, too. But one of the things you want to think of, and it's a new, new-ish kind of a, a phenomenon, is analysts take pictures of slides. They do this yeah. at conferences, too. So, sure. like, practitioners take uh, pictures of slides. But analysts do this. And the, the one thing you want to be super careful about is if you don't want something social. Don't put like, it up there. Well, no, or put it up there and put a no social, a no tweet, or no something on it. So right. you've essentially, like, we're going to show you some secret stuff, but, you know, keep it to yourself. Uh, you don't <clears throat> put it on Instagram. And I think for the most part, analysts are going to respect that. Oh, yeah, 100%. If they, they want to be respected and trusted, they're going to respect uh, that. You no, know, cut it to, cut it to uh, the economic model. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you say that you don't want something shared and then you go out and share it, they're not going to spend money with you. Right. Shocking. Right. Not shocking. So, so let, me, let me ask you a question here. Creating a, an analyst day, mm-hmm. that's just an exceptional experience. How much, of, how much of that day, or how much weight would you put on creating a thousand micro experiences for the analyst from the time you've spoken mm-hmm. with them, booked them, logistics, getting them there, yep. the whole nine? versus what you're providing them, what information you're providing. How does the team prepare 
Where, where, where do you put the balance there? So the substance is uh, in the putting your executives in a high candor environment and prepping them mm-hmm. for that. Uh, the second part of that content or substance is customers, having frank conversations with customers. Yeah. And I remember Kronos did this at Kronos Works one year, again, kind of a half uh, uh, horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, they, had, they did the executive thing. And, uh, and, uh, Aaron, to his credit, the, the CEO of, of Cronus, he looked at me cause no one was asking questions of the executives. And he looked at me cause I know you have opinions. So what do you, what, <laughs> what do you think? And I'm like, why am I looking at five white guys? And, uh, right. and so he, <laughs> he, first of all, he's like, that's a great question. And let me tell you what, and I'm not going to make excuses but I'm going to tell you what's going on. So he right. went on and actually it was a great conversation for all of us. Then they did something really magical is then everyone from Kronos left the room. So the PR people, the marketing people, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, all of the folks, the executives, they all walked out and said, okay, for the next hour, we're going to bring in, you know, four clients. How about them? Ask, ask whatever you want. Axe. Right. Uh, and so, you that's know, a, here, that's a Dallas thing, Texas thing. Axe. I axed, I axed her. Um, so anyhow, they were, I mean, these are clients like Apple, mm-hmm. you know, huge clients and they're oh. sitting on, they're sitting in chairs in front of a firing squad, essentially. And we got to ask really legit questions about the process and, uh, about what they loved what they would rather change all of right. that stuff. So, Again, kind of that high candor mm-hmm. prep, what you would focus on as yeah. a vendor, you would prep the, the your customers and just say, okay, the, here's the profiles of the people, here's kind of the questions they might ask, et cetera. And the last is, and, and this is really, you know, don't skimp on this, is the product. They need, they desperately need, this group desperately needs to know where you are and where you're going. Not flying cars where you're going, where you're going in the next six months, nine right. months, tops a year. And I like, especially um, folks that do this year in and year out, they basically come back to a slide and they said, last year we told you, and they pull up the slide. And this of, is where we are. This, and, and here's what we actually got done out of what right. we told you. Right. And here's what we're going to do now. And it, it first of all, the, it creates trust because mm-hmm. like, okay, we're not going to lie to you. If we didn't, if we put up 10 things and we hit eight of them, Okay. Right. The other two are now the top two of what we're going to do in the next year, or yeah. we've changed priorities for because our customers told us to. So those are where you focus as a team. You focus mm-hmm. on prep in those three areas. Like we got to get this six-hour window. We've got to get this right, and uh, all the micro experiences in the world can't cover up those three things not being right. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 